Welcome to Method in Madness and today we have someone who is to me an epitome of inspiration. Why? Because this person is not only successful but he's also equally proud to talk about his failures and and share that inspiration with the world. His name is Arthur Dolsma. Arthur is a startup entrepreneur, coach, speaker. He founded his first startup in 2007 and even though selling it in 2012 was not a success, he learned a lot from it. He even wrote a book called Startups and Downs where he teaches the various predicaments that come when you are an entrepreneur. The next 8 years he spent his time coaching entrepreneurs, corporate innovators to bring innovation to the market. And in 2021, he became a full-time st- a startup entrepreneur again when he co-founded Cogen, a high-tech cybersecurity startup. Arthur is always full of inspiration and trust me today is going to be no less please help me welcome arthur this is method in madness welcome to method in madness arthur how are you doing today i'm good how are you I am doing very well. Now, I met you I I got to know you through a news article on the FD which was about bounce back stories. Mm-hmm. And I know from the last few years that I've been connected with you that you have seen many highs, also some lows, and you've always managed to, you know, meander them. How did you handle these failures, these changes? What's your secret mantra? Mm-hmm. My secret mantra. Well, well, you know it because you wrote a book on it. It's <laughs> called having a plan B. <laughs> no, but it, it's that in 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 essence, but uh, a bit broader than just a plan B for finance. What's that's what most people think. I mean, uh, okay, if I lose my job, how am I going to make enough money? That that's what people think of plan B. But I think a plan B is broader. It's also having the confidence that something else will come up in yeah. life. uh new chances new opportunities new adventures so that's then then you start seeing things in perspective when i my, when my first startup failed i felt like my whole life failed because my my life and my startup were connected and and later when i really thought about it and talked to a lot of people i realized no life is so much bigger and it's good this adventure failed and but that's okay because i mean that's part of life you try something and yeah. and sometimes it fails so that really helped me but also the um uh the insight that there's so much more i mean this adventure was important for me and for everyone who feels if your company goes bankrupt if your job if you're fired i mean that's heavy stuff but there's still there's so much more in life i mean i hope in my life at least there as a wife and kids which are well wonderful uh family and friends so yeah whatever happens I, i'll still be fine so that gives me a lot of basic to uh yeah to start explore And and I remember when we first met, you told me you were a TV personality for people recognizing you, and it was a big sharp fall. So mm-hmm. very well done in handling and keeping yourself together through all these uh, uh, journey. Yeah, it's still tough. Huh? I mean, I, mean <laughs> I, I realized. I mean, I think a year ago or something, I I I I failed something with something else, and then I felt really shitty, and I thought like, well, damn it, I. I should have learned now to deal with <laughs> failure but my ego still hurts <laughs> and I was like okay but perhaps that's what ego does so they, sure. they hurt and 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 I also realized then and, and also by by reading uh, some really nice books um that in society now has has difficult uh, is it has has a difficulty with hurting 
I mean, it's difficult to be hurt. We, we want to <laughs> get, keep hurting like away from, from all of us. Absolutely. Well, actually hurting is, is part of life. And yeah. it's really good to, to embrace hurting that it's part of it. And I mean, if you get hurt, you enjoy the good times that better. So it's also good to realize that. No breakthrough without a breakdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what what I'm really inspired about you is that uh, from being an entrepreneur, uh, you ventured into many things. You went back to went to a corporate job. You worked as an innovation manager, and then you decided to also move to uh, start something of your own. Uh, before I come to that, your new venture, uh, what I found very inspiring, and I told you time and again, is the switches that you did. And there, I know so many people that um, feel that they are in golden handcuffs or in a cage and they have creative ideas, they have potential, but they are not able to make that transition to start something of their own or take a risky but creative step. Uh, what would be your uh, advice to them to do what they can start today to, to do today so that in six months they can be ready for those transition? Yeah, yeah, good question. Um Depends, of course, a lot on what kind of transition you want. I mean, do you want your own startup, which is a quite big step from having a corporate job to running your own startup? Because also the work is so different. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the simplest step would be to start working at a scale-up. Yeah. So a bit larger company, 50 to 100 people. That's also, they are financially more stable, uh, also yeah. are able to well, offer a bit more, perhaps not that much as the golden <laughs> handcuffs, but more than a young startup and more than you would make... A, a, to start a startup. Yeah. So that's a nice step. And you also see a lot of people when they have worked at a scale-up for a few years, then starting their startup mm. because they have that experience, they have the mindset, they meet the right people who are also that kind of mindset. You've learned a bit on how a scale-up works and that helps you by starting a startup. So that would be one way. And the other way is uh, doing it step by step. I mean, it is taking half a day per week off or, or start working less. And I mean, it means you earn a bit less. But I mean, if you have golden handcuffs, you you, you would be able to <laughs> to do that. Um, and I mean, it could be a tough discussion discussion with your boss. But if you have half a day a week or one day a week time for a startup or an idea at least to explore something, that could either be the start or it could be enough to to get the energy from other things because yeah. that, I think that's also something. And I mean, sometimes I do think a lot of people, especially in corporate job, have the, have that dream of entrepreneurship. Yeah. And that's like perfect life, but it isn't. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard work. I mean, I'm, I'm just also the administration uh, department. That's, that's me, the administration <laughs> department of my startup. I mean, if we're with seven people, I do all the administration <laughs> and that's a shitty job. A lot of paperwork, a lot of things, a lot of figuring out. Ah, it's, it's not it's not all nice. Yeah. But um, so you can have your corporate job for like four days a week. And if you have one day a week for other things, yeah. whatever kind of entrepreneurial activities, like what you're doing with your book, with your podcast, I mean, that is something that could be a really great combination for people. And, and then it's, again, finding that 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 balance that harmony of activities in your whole life yeah and that's i think that's most important and that i mean you should try that and then you can find out what makes you happy because that's the ultimate thing of course i fully agree because staying in the same position and thinking having an entrepreneurial dream is more like the entrepreneurship is more like a holiday in the bahamas or the maldives yeah. it's like your escape yeah. uh, route <laughs> that you it's it's not a dream it's just an escape uh, dream you know that that's so yeah. if you're not taking that plunge even the small one then you're not committing to that 
Yeah, because and it's also not. I mean, it's not per definition that the, the dream is just uh, like uh, uh, you, you will never achieve that. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. It's 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 a yeah illusion. More it's an illusion. Right? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you uh, quit your corporate job to start uh, your own startup, and now we've seen on LinkedIn, uh, <laughs> Codian, right? Codian. 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 It is it is growing in uh, from strength to strength, from two partners to you just told me you had the eighth employee to raising um, capital. How has this 2021-2022 for you and how did you get this idea and where is it now? Yeah, um, well, I, I was, I mean, I, my first startup was like 15 years ago and then I worked as a coach and trainer and also in corporate uh, as an innovation manager. Um, lots of fun, but I felt like getting back in the game as an entrepreneur. I really believe in phases in your life. So you yeah. have this phase where you're more entrepreneurial and when you're more, more safe. So... I was I was ready for something new. Yeah. And I mean then but then I needed the right team, the right idea. And that took me oh, took me 4 years. I mean uh, I think in 2017 or 2016 it was the first time I talked with entrepreneurs and said, hey would be could we be a match where I step would step in their company, get some shares and and, and it, I I've talked with lots of entrepreneurs and spent time with them really working as soon really getting to know each other and like the dating period before you <laughs> start proposing someone. Um, uh, and then two years ago, just when COVID started, I, I felt like again, as um, I, I, it's time for something new. So yeah. I, I just reached out to a few people uh, and I thought, okay, who did I met in the past month that was inspiring to me or could be a good match? And I was like, oh yeah, and like a few weeks ago, I gave a training to Kevin He's an ethical hacker, a software developer. He's on his own building a company, something to do with uh, cybersecurity. Wow, well, well, I don't know anything about cybersecurity, but I know a bit about software. And he's the tech guy. I'm a business guy. So let's just have a coffee with him. And he was open for that. And uh, yeah, that just, uh, it was a bit of magic, that first yeah. meeting. And uh, we connected also because we really were a good team, as in uh, uh, the qualities I have, he didn't possess, but and he, exactly the other way around. So um, that was a really good match. And then we first decided to yeah, to take it slowly as it should be, uh, start dating first. <laughs> uh, so I helped him for a year, half a day a week, uh, next to my then corporate job. Yeah. And uh, that was a good way to really get to know each other, to really start believing in, for me, in the idea and for for us in each other. And then also when our first, uh, one of our advisors asked us the question for the first time as in, hey, I, I would like to invest in you. Are you open for that? And then I was like, okay, now I, if we have, want to have investors and we want it, then we need a plan. And yeah. In order to need a plan, to write a plan, because that would be my thing, I need time. Yeah. So then I quit my corporate job and I decided to, uh, but that was a good thing because I worked with him already for like, uh, seven months eight months yeah so really knew him quite a lot and i knew the basics so there was a lot of, a lot of confidence there was, was potential and one of the investors one of the advisors said he wanted to invest that was a year ago and indeed the three months ago we raised one million euro Ooh. so that was nice congratulations yeah and now uh yeah we're uh, growing still a lot of things to be done but that's uh, that's part of life Wow, 1 million euros. That's fantastic. I already knew that. I saw it on <laughs> LinkedIn as well. You announced it. So, but I'm very, very happy because, um, yeah, I think it's, 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 it takes a lot of courage and vision to make these kind of dreams come true. Well done. Thanks. 
one of the things I remember when I interviewed for my book was, and I did, uh, questioned you on adversity, how you handle it. Um, one of the things that you kept referring back was your love for sports. Mm-hmm. You said that uh, sports, especially football, had has a have had a big impact in your life. Yeah, especially how you handle adversity, change, uh, discomfort, dilemmas, and maybe sometimes even decision making. Um, is it still the case? And 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 how much has it influenced uh, sports uh, in your life so far? Oh yeah, nice. Uh, well, it, 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 I think a topic worth a full uh, full podcast on. I think but, just uh, like me, everybody <laughs> who's listening is all yours. So. Yeah, 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 and yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of things to say. Well, one of it is that um, I really like working in a team. I also like the. I mean, I was a captain of the team quite some times, and I also like that because you're you're really part of the team. You're just one of the eleven players on the field. But you have a bit more responsibility before that. But on the field, I mean, everyone tries his best, and I really like the the match to see that with a corporate, with or with a, with, a, with a startup team or a team that works well. I mean, everyone tries. There's not one guy who's saying what needs to be done and the rest does it. No, everyone works really hard. But there's one person or a few persons who are a bit more thinking about strategy about and and need to make the decisions if they need to be made. So that's what I like as a metaphor. Um, I also like the uh, the confidence as well, uh, or the the and and the I mean, what you need also as an entrepreneur or as an intrapreneur or anyone who wants to achieve something actually, you need a bit of ambition. You need a bit of pressure, yeah. but you also need confidence. And yeah. if the pressure is too high and the confidence too low, you feel you can be blocked. Yeah. Uh, if the confidence is too low or too high, and if the pressure is too low. Then you feel too relaxed yeah. and you get a bit lazy, perhaps. So that's why I often make the metaphor as in you need to feel the pressure. <laughs> yeah, I've told you before. Yes, it's a book, but I still like to hear it from you. <laughs> yeah. The pressure of like a, a zero one uh, behind, eh? like the other team has a, scored one goal more. So you need to, then you feel the pressure. Okay, now we need to do something. That's when you feel pressure. But you also need the confidence of a zero one advantage because if you scored one and the other one is zero i mean you feel the confidence okay th- this is possible we are we are able to to make this game so and you really in life you need that balance I mean, that, and that harmony you need both both the confidence of the one zero and the pressure, pressure. of the zero one that that's that would be perfect that's a beautiful beautiful metaphor so w- was there the pressure and the confidence when you decided to uh, venture into entrepreneurship how did you make yourself ready mentally emotionally financially uh, all these because every aspect of your life gets quite intertwined when you make a decision like that yeah. how did you make yourself ready for a jump like that yeah i mean that that's there was also a process of years i mean my first startup was just right out of college so there was a bit more uh, uh na- naivety with just being naive and just trying and 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 having that dream or a bit of illusion um that it would be perfect uh, but now, and especially after that failure, I mean, I, it took it took me quite some time to recuperate. I mean, I, I after the failure, I worked just for two years. I could only I was able to work just four days a week, with the rest the other three days I needed just recuperation, doing nothing, just relaxing. Mm-hmm. So we were a bit of a burnout, but then spread over two years. So that that was one thing. Um, and what helped me was a lot of things. What helped me was making a bit more money because that, that just also boosted my confidence as an, okay, oh, I am able to make some money. Um, but also doing things. I started coaching and also lecturing and, and sharing my knowledge. 
And that really gave me a confidence boost as in, okay, actually, I do understand entrepreneurship a bit. I mean, I failed as an entrepreneur, yeah. but I do understand a bit of entrepreneurship because people liked my the stories I told about my adventure and the lessons I learned from that. So then I was like, ah, okay, so it's not that I'm stupid. It's just that I failed. And then I've, I've realized why and I've learned. So I've grown and I have valuable knowledge. Oh, that was so important. And then, then that took me some time, indeed, and uh, to uh, yeah, to to get the energy. Also, sports related. There, um, what was for me a big step, but also like a counterintuitive, was to lower my ambitions mm-hmm. because uh, I also I played in the the first or the second team, so I had two trainings a week, and uh, my trainer was saying every Tuesday and Thursday, yeah, "Come on, Arthur, give everything you've got." <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, oh, I mean, I got just not so much. It's just what what I got. I just need it for myself." <laughs> uh, and then I I started playing just at the team, like three divisions lower, just with some friends, really relaxed and. Even when I was really tired, they were just happy with me because I was I was good enough for them and yeah. uh, was really relaxed, no pressure, just having fun on the field and ah, oh, that gave me so much, so much energy or not, yeah, acceptance and 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 rest. I mean, that was a that was really good to uh, to do. And when I've done that for uh, quite some years, uh, I always I also stepped up my my football uh, level uh, <laughs> one or two divisions higher. So that was that was nice, and I also got more energy to start yeah. a whole company. Nice. So one last question, because the podcast is called Method in Madness. Mm-hmm. And the question I ask to all my guests is, has there been a moment of madness in your life? Something that, you know, you were, you'd ask yourself, what was I thinking? But I'm so happy I did it. Today, I probably wouldn't do it, but thank God I did it. I'm so happy that I, I did the impossible. Has there been a moment of madness in your life, in your career that you look back and say, wow, what was I thinking? <laughs> Ah, yeah, good question. I, well, I don't know if there's one moment because I mean, I'm, I, I think I, perhaps what, what, what I'm pr- most proud of is that I've tried so many times. Yeah. I mean, in the past, well, like starting five, now, uh, now six years ago, I started talking with the first entrepreneur, uh, to see if we would be a match. And if I've been introduced to many people as in, hey, they, they, they look for a co-founder, that's something for you. So I had had tens or twenty, uh, yeah, t- tens of conversations um, with those entrepreneurs, and yeah. I still t- kept on, as in <laughs> trying to find that perfect match. Well, that's not a perfect match, but trying to find a match that's good enough. So perhaps that's a bit. But uh, and also, I mean, at that time, it was perhaps my madness. I uh, uh, the madness moment was to write a book about my failure because most people are proud of what they achieved. Yes. And then, and all the books that you read about entrepreneurship are from successful entrepreneurs that yeah. say, hey, just do the way I do, and then you will be successful as well. And then I wrote a book on how I failed. <laughs> and then in the first, I thought, do people want to listen to that? Why do you want to listen to a failed entrepreneur? Just go listen to successful entrepreneurs. Exactly. But when I told my story yeah. a few times, as a, as a, as a, I mean, I know the first time I was asked by uh, my former professor, and he said, "Well, I've got this few entrepreneurial students. I mean, you can share your story." And I was like, hey, "Why do you would listen? Why they would they would want to listen to a failed entrepreneur?" But uh, and I, I, I mean, I liked uh, sharing stories, so I, I told yeah. the story, and I really loved it. And I was like, "Wow, okay, so there's actually value in failure." So then I was like, okay, but perhaps I should write a book because writing a book was also a dream for me. Perhaps I should just do that, try that. And uh, perhaps there was a bit of madness in that. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been always inspired by a quote from an Indian philosopher who uh, said this, and I really ra- have written it all over my house. But you're definitely a living example of that quote. 
it says um, always take chances in life if you win you can lead if you lose you can guide mm. and uh, i think i haven't nice. seen anybody who is more of a living example of that <laughs> thought of that uh, example than you are um it takes courage to speak so openly uh, about uh, you know the, the low moments to write a book about it to actually be the first person if i'm not wrong to write about the failure story in the one of the leading business newspapers of the netherlands nah not the first but i mean I, at I that time it was less you, it was far uh, less common definitely. okay less yes yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. now it's I hope you made it fashionable <laughs> let's put it this way yeah i added my stone right exactly yeah. uh but I, i i really hope uh, you get way more success uh way more uh, stories to share and thank you so much for so candidly sharing your method your madness and your journey i am truly inspired truly honored and i will take your advice as well on everything <laughs> you said thank you so much for joining you're welcome thanks for the interview it's really thank nice you. there is success there is failure and there is madness and i think today's podcast touches all three of it that was method in madness yet another episode in a couple of weeks i will be back with yet another madness story that will have success failures adversity change and most importantly madness till then doesn't matter what you, whether you get success or failure remember to stay mad because that's the only thing that will get us through